You're listening to the O-Bros. Podcast that gives you updates in the sports world. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the O-Bros. How you doing, Big J? Doing good, dude. Just uh, getting ready for another uh, massive show. Massive show. This is massive. Huh? Very. This is kind of like Godzilla and King Kong massive. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, bro. I, yeah. need to, I need to stop with the analogies, right? Yeah, no. You always, you always got to put a movie into this. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Like you said, King Kong versus Godzilla, whatever. <laughs> this is going to be good. I'll be, uh, I'll be Godzilla right now. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I mean... A lot to talk about. There's, yeah, there's been a shitload to talk about. Yeah, MLB is uh, MLB's heat. It's interesting at least. Dude, like, I think MLB is at its best right now. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I mean, it's still early in the season, so it's only gonna get better, in my opinion. I think it really hit, heats up in July, but there's a lot of been a lot of good matchups. I yeah, a I lot think of, a lot of spicy matchups. I think with um, with MLB is usually. Usually everybody's into it in uh, April, cause it's at least the first two weeks, because the season just started, and then you know, not 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 the not the average fan, not the diehard fan like us. Uh, we keep baseball. Um, I mean, we're intri- we're intrigued May, April, June, July, but I mean, like, I just feel like as a whole. There's just been, there's just been a lot going on, like you said, a lot of good matchups, um, some beef going on, Empire drama. Um, I just drama. yeah. It's just, oh yeah, yeah. Umpires. <laughs> yeah. So I just think with all that going on, is it's bringing into. I feel like it's going into a wider audience. I just feel like a lot of people. You see a lot of more talk shows talking about baseball. Hey man, it's cool. And like you said, I think the most important thing is the rivalries. Happening as as right it should, as it should. I think baseball is is just a, it's a sport that I feel like, you know, we talked about this before. Not a, not a lot of people really like 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 it or like to talk about it. Turn off your phone, so I don't want to confiscate that. I'm going over what we have here written down. Relax, sir. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah, it's a. It's just been so interesting, especially the young guys like Jazz, Chisholm, uh, Zach Gallen, uh, these two young stars in the game having a little beef. What, what led to that? Um, it all started last year. Apparently, Jazz didn't, go, Jazz didn't face the Diamondbacks last year, but if people don't know, um, this trade was done back in 2019. So Diamondbacks drafted Jazz, and they ended up trading him straight up for Zach Gallen that year. Um, and I don't know if that, that had anything to do with it, but Jazz made some comments last year that he really wanted to take Gallon deep, and um, and yeah, this was the first time he faced against the Diamondbacks because he didn't play in any of the games last year. Hmm. Um, and yeah, he went he went up against Gallon and uh, <laughs> oh for three. Hey, Jazz is a stud though, dude. He owned the, he owned our bullpen, but he went over for three against Gallon, and uh, Gallon had some remarks to say after the game, or I think the next day about it. Interesting, saying, um, you know, he made this comments last year, so I, I knew he wanted to, he wanted to take me deep, so I just used it as my advantage and um, gave him some heat, and knew he couldn't handle it. That's what basically he tried to say. 
Wow. So, so it's good, exciting beef, man. I think that's the little stuff because we play the Marlins um, next week. So hopefully we'll get to see that matchup again up in Arizona, Gallon and Jazz. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because I just hope this doesn't lead into like, oh, being ball, people hitting each other, uh, which is kind of what stops these little rivalries. So hopefully like this leads into like, all right, cool. I'm going to homer off you. And, you know, maybe um, a slower walk around the bases when he homers or does something special. I think that's good for the game. But I just don't want to see, like, Miami drilling any of your players or you guys drilling any of their players because that's how it kind of kills kills these these, uh, these joyful beefs that they have, right? They're not that. They're not that crazy. We're just a little trash talk. Nah, not. I mean, I can only I can say from Gallon's perspective, it doesn't look like that. He just looks like someone that's just trying to get, um, trying to get you out, and that's the best revenge you could possibly give. Not beaming someone, but I don't know, man. I feel like there's some bad blood out there with Jazz because you know, even in the in late in one of the games where they uh, just pitched around him he's like uh he can tell he's telling the bench of the Marlins, he's like hey they don't want it they don't want it and it's just it's just that kind of player with swag but it's what the game needs and i love it dude yeah. i love it i wish we could have had gallon and jazz oh yeah that would have been amazing <laughs> that would have been amazing dude yeah you guys are still probably be in last place yeah not for long we got the rockies coming into town this week dude. they'll sweep you guys anyways moving on so what happened with mad bum that was crazy. I saw it, and I'm like, what the fuck was the Empire thinking? Like, is that guy, was that guy, like, serious? Like, it was some creepy shit. The way he checks his hand, he's checking his hand, and he's looking at him. Like, dude, what the fuck, bro? Like, that's some creepy shit. Like, you don't do that. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was creepy. I thought that was, like... And then you know, Mad Bump is not gonna tolerate that shit. Some other, some other grown ass man grabbing his hand, massaging his hand, and then as he's massaging his hand, he's looking at him. Dude, he not once he doesn't look at the hand, and it's funny because when you're looking at it, he's like touching his hand, and then Bump is kind of like he's starting to notice, so he just looks at up at him, and then he goes back down, and then he goes looks up at again, like this motherfucker, like you're still touching my hand, like he can't believe that he's still touching his hand, and um, obviously Mad Bump has some choice words to say, but. I don't know, dude. I I guess the empires they kind of want to make it about them, kind of like how we talk about NFL. Like the referees sometimes want to make it about themselves with these stupid calls. And I mean, bumped through a pretty good pitch. It wasn't called the strike, so he was pretty heated about that. So he kind of told the the home plate empire something, and then you can tell the first base empire was bothered by that. But it's like, well, apparently this guy has history. Apparently, um, I was hearing on John Boy Media that uh, he has some history. I guess he. Um, Anytime anybody shows up, him or his crew, uh, he tends to have his way and does anything, does something to tick off the player to try to, you know, kick him out or any little thing that the player says, it's bye-bye. So in this case, I think he felt like, oh, right, well, the, the, the home plate empire ain't kicking him out, so I'm going to find a way to kick him out. I know Matt Bum could be a... a, a a little wacko sometimes. I'm like, I feel like, you know, sometimes he just needs to tone it down, bro. Like, like it's not all about you. Yeah, I missed the call. I get it. It happens. But, you know, you're walking off the mound. You're just mumbling shit to the empire. And then 
you know, then you got another wacko who's grabbing your hand and massaging it. And then he turns around and it's like, okay, I get why he would get mad there. But, you know, hey, you missed a strike. All right, you got out of the inning. The home run was still a home run. It's not like it cost you a run. So let's not settle down. He he has these these uh, these outbursts sometimes. And I'm just like, dude, what for, bro? You can't pitch for shit no more. You're done. Done. I guess Jesse hasn't looked at the ERA yet. No, I know he's been solid this year. <laughs> I know he's been solid this nah, year. No, dude, but I think when you're competitive, dude, like, that's true. That's the frustrates you, like. I, yeah, I get it. But like I said, hey, like if it's if it's happening all like what happened with Shorber the other day, that was crazy. Okay, all game, both teams yeah, was like what? I agree. But with this is just one call. Relax, bro. Like, why don't you go over there and just go talk to him and be like, Hey, was that one a strike or, or what? I felt like it was a strike. Okay, yeah, it was. My bad. My bad. Some of these empires are, are actually now coming out and being like, oh, all right, hey, my bad. You know, That's what and then there's some say. there's some fucking clowns like Angel Hernandez who just don't care. I'm not sure what game it was, but Chris Bassett had the same situation, and you yeah. can seriously see the Empire be like, "Hey, that was my bad," and that's cool, dude. I wish they could admit that, but let's 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 give the Empire some empires a break because yeah, a lot of this it's not shit, all perfect. Yeah, a lot of this shit is coming in 100 miles an hour with movement. You know how hard that is to yeah. respect. That's hard. So so let's let's. I mean, I know I know Bump Gardner throws 60 now, but. Let's not. Let's not. Uh, <laughs> you could at least you could at least set a sixty nine, dude. Make it cool, you know. No, sixty. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So I mean, hey, I, I I like empires. I think they're great. Um, there's sometimes where they do fuck up. Like Angel Hernandez fucks up everything he. Does. I don't know. He has some dirt on the league, but I don't know how he's still around. He has some dirt. There's no way. Yeah, there's something that he must know that that league is probably like. Yeah, we can't get rid of this fool. He's gonna rat us out and shit. <laughs> So, um, I don't know. There's something about that guy. He's just so creepy, dude. He's a creepy-ass umpire. And then this dude now who's, like, creep number two and shit, just checking hands and just massaging it and then staring at the dude. And then I saw it, like, up close in the video. It's creepy, he, yeah. He's just, like, like death staring. Like, some creepy shit, bro. Now, now, I'm just, now, I'm just saying, like, I don't want to stay too much on this, but I'm just saying, like, why throw him out, bro? Like, you could have just said, like, <laughs> I'm fucking just checking your hand, but, like, why eject him? Like, the minute Bum said, I don't know what he said, like, fuck are you doing like he just tossed him out of there like it's just he was waiting for a reaction bro like he was doing that shit on purpose <laughs> and tori lavello just hops the 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 dugout, dugout yeah. it, was just, oh, it was funny dude. i'm pretty sure bum's gonna get fined by this but man hopefully that empire gets fined too because that's some bullshit but yeah i think so too <laughs> anyways well, enough about this uh interesting story to say the least but uh-huh. um Yankees 11 game winning streak ended and it's Toronto the, yeah and it's a but Toronto. they gave Toronto their first series loss of the year uh, mm-hmm. they hadn't lost here I think uh them and the Mets I think the Mets are the only ones remaining that haven't lost a series all year mm. yeah so that was interesting Yankees wrecked off 11 straight wins I was reading a stat something like about uh, I think they had him and Judd had no Rizzo and Judd had 18 home runs combined which is more than, more than like a couple, a couple teams in the league, which is interesting. Um, yeah, Yankees, uh, they they look pretty good right now. I mean, obviously it's early, you know. There's a lot of baseball to play, but um, and then Toronto looks really good. So I mean, that was a that was a good series, good and, series and it was yeah. good to see the Yankees show some fight, like like not 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 just get uh, bullied around by the the Blue Jays because 
I mean, lately it seems like the Blue Jays have been punking him around a lot. So going back to last year, I feel. Uh, so I just feel like the Yankees. Um, that was that was good for them to, you know, write off a, you know, a good winning streak, a good win streak, and then not only that, but also like, you know, handle business against the you know division rival. Yeah, I think the Yankees are good. I think this is good for them. Yeah, I feel I feel like in recent years the Yankees have started slow. So they lost yesterday, right? Yeah, they lost the finale and they had the day off today. Hmm. Yeah, I mean. No, it's good for them. I think it's good for every baseball team to start off hot. Um, just because it gives you, like, a swagger. And then, you know, it's okay. I mean, there's going to be, like, I've learned over the years, baseball is up and down. You go up, you go down. It's just try to limit your downs. That's that's just the way it is with baseball. You know, take your highs and, and ride with them. And then try to limit your, your lows and, and don't don't have these, like, 11-game losing streaks, you know. Trying to limit your losing streaks to three or less. You know, yeah. that's, how, that's how I look at it. But, yeah, Yankees, good job. Um, we can move on to the next New York team, the Mets. Mets are looking on – this is this Mets team looks different. I'm going to eat my words at the end of the season when I pick the Mets to finish in fourth. I'm definitely going to eat my words. So, Mets fans, I'm sorry, but they look really good, dude. They look really good. They do. Their pitching has been held, uh, holding up. I mean, Chris Bassett, solid. Uh, like, what is it? McGill, the McGill? Yeah. McGill, the pitcher. He's been solid. He came out of nowhere, too. Is um, it McNeil? 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 No, that's their second baseman. Okay. McGrill. Mag- McGriddle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm McNeil. You're probably going to be an all-star, but we can't get the names right right now. Um, but and he's then, been a stud, yeah. And then Max, Max Scherzer. I mean, he's been solid. I mean, I mean, when isn't he not good? Um, so yeah, I mean, and then I think uh, they're still missing guys like Taiwan Walker, or is he back? Nah, I think he's back. He's back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this team—they look solid. They look Lindor's solid. Lindor's been looking good. Lindor has been stepping up. Um, I just feel like now they're winning the close games. Um, they've had scuffles with other teams. And yet they find ways to like put that aside, like because like, they've been. The, I think they're the most uh, hit team in the MLB. Uh, I think that was a stat the other day. I don't know if it still stands, but yeah, they were they were uh, they were getting hit, drilled by you know teams like the Cardinals, uh, Braves, um, Marlins, just Phillies. So yeah, it was interesting. That's it. that's interesting. But yeah, Mets are playing good ball. The only question with the Mets is, like, can you hold up for a whole season? Because we've seen this before. This is Mets baseball. They started off hot last year. Let's not forget they were leading the division in June, headed into July, and then they had, like, an epic collapse, like, in August or something, or end of July into August. So Mets, are Mets. we've seen this before. So if you're a Mets fan, you're, you're happy, obviously, of the good start, but I think – you want to see consistency once you get into the deep, deeper part of the season, and which I think they have it this year because they actually have pitching if they stay healthy. That's a big if now. They're expecting the ground back at some point, they say. Uh, if he comes back healthy, watch out, and yeah. at least. I think, I think, I think the, a lot of what the Mexican success has to do with is their manager, mm. uh, Buck. 
Yeah. I mean, without him, bro, I don't think this team is what it is now. And that's why I think that this team is different from the previous match. So, um, that's not what you said in the beginning. That's not what I said in the beginning. I know. But seeing this team play out, uh, the way Marte has started, Lindor, I think this team is hot. They're sexy. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Right. They're, they're playing sexy baseball. Uh, that's what I meant. Um, but this team is hot, dude. So I think the Mets are, are the real deal. Um, they're just, they came back, dude. Today in the ninth, the s- down seven. No, they, they scored seven runs in the ninth. They were down six. I didn't see Philly this. Blew this. Philly blew this. Philly blew this. Philly's in a tough spot right now, dude. Um, Philly lost uh, the weekend series to the Mets this past week. And, you know, to blow this at your home. Ah, uh, that just can't happen, especially when you. So tr- they play back-to-back series, bro. So this is the crazy thing, cause the, the correct lock- me if I'm wrong, but the, the one lockout. the Angel Hernandez game where he like totally fucked the Phillies was that against the Mets as well? No, I think that was against um, Milwaukee. Oh, okay, that was Milwaukee. I was about to say, damn, they put them on back-to-back Sunday nights. No. Nah. Okay. No, that was against Milwaukee. Okay, that was against Milwaukee, but yeah, they they're playing the Phillies again. They just finished playing them. Uh, the Mets played uh, a four game with the Braves for the first time. They split, and then they they went back to Philly. Hmm. Interesting, so, man. These games are really important for Philly, but yeah, I mean it's early. It's early. We'll see what happens. Their bullpen, they can't be doing that stuff. Yeah. No, you can't because they've always had they've had issues with their bullpen going back to last year. So you can't be doing this. Uh, another thing, I think we um, let's see. Oh, Twins, eleven out of thirteen games. They've been on fire. Who they play? Detroit Tigers every single time they go out there? I don't know. I think they play for some solid teams. Um, but they since then, they lost two straight to the Orioles. Last time I checked, the, I think this was last week, uh, White Sox were like on a seven-game losing streak? Yeah. Are they still on that? No. They lost a couple to the Angels. Jesus. Dude. They're, they're, they're in a hole right now, dude. That was my World Series uh, pick right there. I know. Maybe I should take it back. We're gonna have to go back during our Fourth of July show and just uh, edit preview preview everything we we talked about. Maybe uh, switch some things around. Yeah, that would be that would be that would be great. But yeah, anyways, the Twins, you know, they look good. So I'm guessing they're leading the division, right? Yeah, you yeah. got to beat the O's though. Come on, Minnesota. Yeah, I know the rest of your teams are trash, but the Twins, I kind of like you guys. Yeah, yeah, Twins are Twins are solid. I mean. We've talked about this. It's, it all depends on how they. What's so funny? Because every time I get a chance, I'm gonna try to trash talk the Vikings. Timberwolves. I don't know why I don't like you guys, but Minnesota. I don't like Patrick Beverly. We'll get to that <laughs> clown later. He made some. Com- we made some comments on Twitter this week that was just ridiculous. Anyways, um, yeah, Twins. Uh, we'll see if they keep it up. Long, long way to go. I still think Chicago's going to make a run at it. They're going to get healthy. I know they had some injuries. Uh, moving on to the Padres. I mean, Mike Clevenger pitches for the first time in two years against his former team, the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, he, Let's man. not say the other word now. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, dude, he looked, he looked pretty, pretty good. Pretty he, solid. He looked yeah. solid. I, I mean, for first time pitching and – Two years. And this is uh, the Mets. Uh, I mean, the Mets. The Padres give up quite a bit to get him there. So, and now you're seeing that rotation. At some point, they'll probably get Snell back. At some point, uh, well, you got Darvish now. And then, you know, Clevenger. 
And then the the other kid has been pitching well. I forget his name. Martinez, Nico. Yeah, Nico oh, Martinez. He's been pretty yeah. solid. Yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been solid. So, yeah. So it's it, it, this. What's keeping the Padres in the NL West is a rotation because their hitting's been absolute bad. You know, they've been heating up as of late. But um, but yeah, what what's keeping it in is that starting pitching and then that their bullpen's pretty solid. We'll see how we'll see how it holds up, but yeah, good good for Mike Clevenger. I, I think he's a baller. Um, so we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Another thing that I want to touch on just right now, uh, we as I see Mike Clevenger, you know, he's uh, one of uh, Trevor Bauer's best friends, and uh, Trevor Bauer suspended for two years. What do you think about that? I think it's. I mean. Don't tell me you think it's fair. No, no, I don't want to because this is a sensitive topic. Obviously, whatever went on, we don't know. But I mean, the fact that he wasn't found guilty, um, I think it is. I think it, it is excessive. Um, you know what I think is a trip. Like this guy, I don't know. We don't know if he did it, didn't do it. That's not. But Marcel Osuna got yeah. twenty games last year. Yeah, and they caught him. Police caught him red-handed beating his wife, or he was about to beat his wife, or I don't know. I think he, yeah, he did something to his wife. He got a big trouble. Twenty games he got last season. They, they suspended for, or he didn't play the, the. Yeah, it was something like that. So to me, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't match up. So you're gonna give somebody two years, and then you're gonna, and then you're gonna give somebody else twenty games. It doesn't, that doesn't add up. And it's something similar, you know. Uh, similar, uh, you know, things that happen. Was, um, was the Suda twenty games? Cause I don't, I don't remember him playing last year. I think he played the first half of the season. Oh, Second okay. half of the season, he was, he was out. Okay. I think right before All Star game, he, he, they put him on the leave. Mm. I think he went on leave, and then, and then I think they handed him the twenty games. Mm. So Trevor Bauer pretty much missed half of last season, plus. Whatever happened this season, which was like another month, and then they throw on two seasons on top of that. Think about, it. tell me how that's fair. It doesn't make, or it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know if it, what's fair, but like I don't know if Osuna's thing was fair. I don't know, but it just that doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense to me. So I'm I'm interested to see what Bauer does because obviously Bauer's not going to go down like this. He's going to keep fighting it. He probably won't pitch this season. Uh, I could see them. I could see him fighting it and at least trying to get it down to a year. We'll see what happens. I mean, he's already missed this season, so we'll 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 see how this works out. But um, yeah, Dodgers Giants for the first time this season. I was at one of those games. It was it's a good good rivalry. It's always good to go see Giants Dodgers. Um, Dodgers swept the two games. First game was a. Uh, Real good. It was uh, Rendon against uh, Urias. Uh, both pitchers were pretty much dominant. Uh, and, um, yeah, hitting wasn't really a factor in that game. Um, yeah, it was a solid game. Rendon, I mean, he, he had that one bad inning. And then I think that was um, that was pretty much the difference in the game. Uh, back in the second, I think it was the second inning. Um Chris Taylor had a, a, a two run two two run double I think yeah two run double so 
Yeah, that was an interesting series. Then yesterday, the Dodgers uh, just blow them out 9 1. Uh, I got a question for you. Do you think the Giants are finally hitting their wall? Like, it seems like pitching is not really an issue, but their hitting is not what it was. There was a stat saying that they were like, they're one of the worst teams in baseball uh, when hitting with runners on scoring position. So, I mean, that could change. Uh, I don't know if it was just for the series or if it was all season, but for some reason, I feel like the Giants are not as, not as, I don't know if it's Posey not being there. I mean, Brandon Crawford, he's still a beast. I mean, he's, he's amazing. Even though he's an older, older player, uh, Brandon Belt, another guy who, who, who's really good. But I feel like there's a lot of guys on there that I don't know if they're missing Posey. They're missing that veteran leadership. Their, Their offense doesn't look like it's, hitting like it was last year. So we'll see what happens. Hey, but it's like we said before, it's a long season. They could wake up. Their pitching could keep them in it. But Rendon's been amazing for the Giants. It has been an awesome pickup. But I don't know. What do you think? I think I think I said this at the beginning, too. I think eventually they're just going to have to make a trade for someone, someone that's selling at the deadline. Um, kind of like what they did last year with Chris Bryant. I think Chris Bryant bat, uh, added some, some spark to that offense last year. So... Um, yeah, using losing Posey, I mean, is never a good thing, especially the way he hits consistently. Um, but you're gonna have to do your best to replace him because there's no there's no more Posey. Um, you're gonna have to get a big bat that's available at the deadline, and um, because this Giants team is still really good, bullpen's good, pitching's good. It's just um, their hitting's okay, but they're still missing that bat, and I think they'll address it at the deadline if they want to be able to do something. Yeah, I, I feel like they do miss Chris Bryant. I feel like that was a guy they shouldn't resign, especially knowing that uh, you weren't going to have Posey back. So that's, that would have been a good veteran bat. Or maybe get a guy like Castellanos or something, you know. That would have been solid for them to add into their lineup. But anyways, um, yeah, Giants-Dodgers uh, rivalry is always great, always good to watch. It's uh, it's um, it's fun. It's just fun. Uh, so it, it's what... So it kind of makes uh, baseball, you know. It's like Yankees, Red Sox. It's 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 everything, you know. Um, yeah, we talked about the Mets uh, scoring seven in the ninth against the Phillies. So yeah, it's pretty much baseball for now, right? Yeah, it's been uh, been exciting. Excited for the weekend. Who you guys you guys got the Cubs? We got the Cubs this weekend, yeah. And then I think we got Pittsburgh. Oh my God, I'm so scared of Pittsburgh. Oh wow. It's a cakewalk schedule. Jesus, relax. Cakewalk schedule. Nah, man. But baseball's been fun. We're moving into this, um, to the middle of May. Mother's Day on Sunday. Um, you know, going to have the Mother's Day hats, I believe, like they do every year. It's going to be exciting to watch. Um, like I said, baseball, I think it's at its, at, at one of its best. Um, it's been in years, but... Yeah, man, just keep it coming. Keep it coming. I like the drama. I like the, the chattering. I like uh, all the attention baseball is getting right now. It's what the game deserves. Um, I don't know if you saw, but uh, the the Blue Jays and Yankees series, there's like a fan that catches a judge, a Toronto fan catches a, a judge home run, gives it to a kid, a Yankee fan. I thought that was really cool. Um, they both got invited to the, <laughs> to the game the next day. 
uh judge got to meet both of them i think springer gave the blue jay fan um some uh some jerseys just cool moment um i think uh sometimes sometimes we just need to see stuff like that man and just appreciate all the good things that, that we got going on and just to be just to go out in life and uh try to attack every day be a good person you know just those little things you never know what those little things could transpire to and making that little kid's day turn into like memories that both of them are gonna uh probably remember for the rest of their lives yeah especially kids i feel like kids at a, at a young age you go to a baseball game you see your favorite player give you a baseball goes a long way um i've heard stories of you know mlb ball players that have gotten uh, balls from baseballs or signed bats or whatever it is or even just a photo from a f- their favorite players and it's kind of it goes a long way in in their future and uh and then the way they they approach the game they end up falling in love with the game so so they probably um you know end up, cho- end up choosing baseball jesus <laughs> I dropped in my phone over here, guys. Sorry. But, yeah, man, that was a special moment. Um, yeah, I think NFL was crazy this year, this week as well. What did you think overall of the draft before we get into a couple of things? Well, it was nuts. Well, draft was a little, like... It was nuts. Yeah, it wasn't... No, no, it was crazy, but I, di- I didn't... Maybe because maybe cause there was no QBs going in the first round. Kind of felt like it was a... Um, a little deflated, kind of like Tom Brady's footballs. <laughs> it was just like it was missing that juice, you know. It was it was just um, I don't know. I, I do like the AJ Brown trade. That was Dude, that was amazing. Like that, I didn't fuck, ex- I didn't expect that. I mean, that was a good trade. Um, I, you know, when the Saints made that trade earlier in the off season, I thought they were really going up for a QB. They ended up picking up. I think a receiver, Chris Olave. Chris Olave, and then I think they picked up a, a right tackle or left tackle. So I'm just, it was just interesting on how everything worked out. Um, Jags, I mean, I guess you could say they shocked the world when they didn't take Hutchinson. I feel like Hutchinson was clear-cut number one since the beginning, since this whole process started. They ended up going with uh, the Walker kid and, and – um, I mean, it's, it's, we'll see. I mean, we can't say it's going to be a bus pick, a good pick, a bad pick. We don't know. You know, that's the – that's the. I've talked about this before. The NFL draft is a crapshoot. You don't know what you're getting. Any draft is a crapshoot. You don't know what you're getting. So, we'll see how that works out. But, yeah, what did you think about the A.J. Brown trade? I was shocked. I was shocked. Um, I mean, it makes sense. If, if, if he didn't want to be there or he wanted to get paid and – Tennessee Warriors didn't really need to pay him. Um, might as well move him. And they did it at the right time because right after they traded him to Philly, they drafted his replacement in Traylon Burks. So um, a lot of people say Traylon Burks is uh, what A.J. Brown was coming out. And obviously there's still a lot of work that needs to be done for in order to get to the A.J. Brown status. But if that's a comparison and um, it turns out, that's eh, a win-win for both teams. And Titans don't have to pay AJ Brown, and they get his replacement. And AJ Brown is happy with his bag in Philly. Mm-hmm. Good luck, AJ Brown, with those crazy ass fans. Oh, Philly fans? 
Phillies fans are crazy, dude. They're nuts. Yeah, they are. They are. They're one of a kind. But um, yeah, I thought I thought it was a good trade. I think it's good for Jalen Hurts. You give him another weapon. You pair him up with the Devontae Smith. You can finally move on from that Jalen Reger experiment, which was just absolute trash. Um, come on, dude. Yeah, he has was, a family. You no, know, no, I know he does have a family, but God damn, that was bad. Especially after they had passed up on Justin Jefferson, which is mind-boggling. So we'll see what happens, you know. Um, but I, I like it for Philly. I think you know, and then you got Goddard tight end. Um, and then Miles Sanders, a couple of good running backs there. I feel like Philly is in a good spot. Plus, we all know that division is always it, it is not to say that it's a weak division, uh, but it kind of like it kind of feels like that division. That division, it could anybody could win it. There hasn't I mean? been a back to back division champ in that in years. Really? Every year is someone different. Who won it the year before last year? Because I know Dallas won it last year. Who won it? Dallas won it last year. Washington won it the year. Before. Oh, Jesus. Wow. So that means Phillies won it this year. It could be Phil- oh, Giants. No way, dude. With who? The quarterback. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. So, no. Yeah. I think I think, uh, I think it was a good trade for Philly. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, Dallas, obviously, I mean, still the, the top dog in that division, but... I think now that you got A.J. Brown in Philly, it's going to make it interesting. I mean, we saw Brandon Ayuk cook up uh, digs. I'm interested to see what uh, A.J. Brown's going to do to digs for two games this season. He's probably going to make them into some barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken and make him take some ballet classes. <laughs> Jesus, that was harsh. Nah, man. But I, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's good. The competition getting better in Philly. Obviously, Dallas, like you said, still the top dog. Um, but yeah, it makes it for a, a tougher division. I think Washington should be better. Um, so yeah, it's, it's gonna be exciting. But that was the shock of the draft, definitely. Um, I feel like something else went down in the draft. Am I tripping? Yeah, you're tripping, dude. Nothing really happened. I mean, Malik Malik Willis went to Tennessee. Tennessee. Um, Tannehill doesn't really like it. But then again, I mean, sorry, Tannehill. Should have played better against Cincy in the playoff game. Maybe this wouldn't have happened. Was that too harsh? I mean, if you're Tannehill, I don't know why you're so bothered by it. It I don't think he was bothered. But Malik is like a what, third round pick? Fourth? Third round, third or fourth, the third round. It's not like it was like a first round, second round. So it's just like, I don't know, dude. I, I really don't know. Like I, I've shown that I like Tannehill, but I don't know. To make those comments, it just adds a bad vibe to the locker room. It doesn't mean you have to to uh, mentor the kid or you know be buddy buddy with him. But I just think as a leader. Kind of like how Rodgers handled the situation with Love. It's just like, no one's going to fucking beat me out of my job because I'm that good. And um, that's it. You play good, you keep your job. That, that's that's what this league is. The league wants um, someone that's gives them the best chance to win. And if it's going to be Malik, then it's going to be Malik. And if it's going to be Tannehill, it's going to be Tannehill. I just don't think those comments out to the media is what, is what uh, you should be... Um, Maybe 
giving out there to the media to get something to talk about. Because the media always wants something to talk about. But, yeah, man, that's just my take on that. Um, the the Jets. The Jets. Um, many I feel people, like the Jets had a good draft. Yeah, man. Can you... Can you tell me what the Jets did? I, like, I honestly don't really know. Like, no, I don't know what the fuck they did. Because I know, I know they did get three draft picks, but I, I really like. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. I really don't know shit about college, but um, I, I did hear a lot that they did win the draft. No, well, we don't know if they won the draft. Um, but they did pick up Jermaine Johnson, who's a top edge rusher. In the draft, um, their, right. with their fourth overall pick, they got Ahmad Sauce Gardner, who's probably one of the uh, highly right. anticipated uh, cornerbacks coming out of the NFL. And then they also picked up the kid, uh, the wide receiver, what's his name? Uh, oh, yeah, Garrett Wilson from Ohio State, who's also expected to be a baller. I mean, you know, he, I, I just feel like the Jets did good for themselves. They helped out. They helped out the, the the young kid in Wilson. You know, they got him some weapons. And they got him some defensive players. They get some solid, some toys And then I defense. think, I think, oh, yeah, they they also picked up Bryce Hall, uh, the running back uh, from Ohio State. I mean, not Ohio State, Iowa State. Um, he's expected to be a baller. So now you add a run game to that, and then hopefully, you know, you continue to build with that offensive line. I think they did solid last year. They were playing good. At some point later in the season, so now I mean the Jets are just becoming respectable if these picks pan out. We don't know, Jesus, we don't know if they will, but if these picks pan out, they'll be respectable in my opinion. I think they're moving in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, of course, and I think any team that's that has three picks in the first round or two picks in the first round. You kind of like I feel like you have to hit at least on yeah, two, yeah. You know, at least on two, and I feel like they they have a chance to hit on all three, uh, just because of what they talk, what they're saying about these prospects coming out. I think Sauce Gardner and uh, Jermaine Johnson are two, two for sure. Uh, the Garrett Wilson kid, I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, um, all, pretty much all the receivers that have come out of Ohio State lately have been ballers. Uh, so if he he continues to ascend. I mean, if he he continue if he takes if he you know continues to have the production he had in college and, and translates into the NFL, I do feel like you know Wilson and the Jets are going to be pretty interesting next season and then moving forward. Yeah, it's exciting times for New York New York sports. You got the Yankees, got the Mets, got the Jets, not the Giants, not the Giants, not the Nets, or the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Well, maybe half of the teams. Maybe half the teams. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Just. Yeah. It was a. It was a good draft week, in my opinion, for these guys. Um. Let's see what else we got in the NFL world. Ah, Debo. Debo looks like he's staying in the Bay. Uh What? Debo. Debo. I'm so glad you're staying, my boy. Look, man, I'm be honest with you. I'm not, you know me, man. I don't like the whole drama thing, the whole social media thing. It's just like, bro, like, come on. And so to me, it's just like, you, there's other ways to handle it's, your situation. It's childish. It seems childish. It, it right? seems childish, right? It seems right like what now, everybody does. At least no. it seems what all the receivers do. Yeah. They scrub their social media. 
They block. They unfollow the team. Now apparently he's following the team again. <laughs> uh, he hasn't put his pictures back up, but he's following the team again. Uh, I'm excited. I, I want Debo back. Uh, you know, there was a uh, many, many trades thrown out there. They were saying the Jets would give us the tenth pick, and then uh, they also said Detroit made us an offer. Um, but at the end of the day, whatever these guys got in the draft is not Debo. So whatever we could have got in the first round is not Debo. I think John Lynch and, and Kyle Shanahan, they probably would have pulled the trigger if they would have got a first, a second, two seconds, and a third, like a haul like that, like kind of like with a, what a, um, the Dolphins got. I mean, the Dolphins gave up for, uh, you know, for Tyreek. Kind of like what KC got. I think I think I think they would have pulled the trigger, but they, since nobody really offered them that, they kind of just laid back and and they just let it let it be. And I just feel like Debo has no leverage here. Um, if he does not play this season, that it goes as a lost season. Like he just it won't go as a record. Uh, it won't go as a season played. So you pretty much have to come back the next season. Uh, you can't ever since that Le'Veon Bell clown shit Le'Veon did years back. You can't do that shit anymore. Then UCBA got rid of it, and I just feel like Debo, Debo's leverage is. I mean, he doesn't have high leverage. Yes, the Niners do need him though. You know, the Niners do need him. That that's and I think the Niners will pay him. We've paid everyone. You know, especially our guys, our guys that grown. You know, uh, we've groomed in the system. We paid Kittle. We paid Warner. We paid, um, you know, we're gonna pay. We're gonna pay Bosa. We paid Armstead. We paid all these guys that that, that have grown into the system. So, um, it's interesting to see what happens with Debo. Um, I think he will get signed come training camp. He doesn't want to show up to OTAs and all that. That's all good. It's not a big deal. Um, but right before training camp, he should have his deal. He'll be the one of the highest paid uh, receivers in the league, and everybody's happy, and everybody moves on. Kumbaya. But wait. Wait, what? What's going to happen with this Jimmy situation? Let's not worry about Jimmy. Jimmy's out the door. Okay? Jimmy will get traded. If he's not get traded, he'll get cut. Okay? Just leave Jimmy the way it is. The owner said Jimmy is budgeted in there in case they have to keep him. So uh, let's not worry about Jimmy. Let's let's let Jimmy stick around. That's fine. Uh, somebody will call desperate. Somebody's QB is gonna get hurt. Look, bro. I don't know any backup QBs doing subway commercials. Okay, I'll tell you that right now. John Lynch. <laughs> John Lynch has said they had a trade in place, but he fucked up his leverage when he decided to get the surgery on his shoulder. It was like, bro, like, like they had a trade in place. It was going to get down. They had talked about it at the combine. He announces he's getting the surgery. He fucks everything up. Now he's still a Niner. And obviously he doesn't want to be here because he knows this is Trey's job. He's not going to take it. The, the Niners went up to go get Trey. So why would they do this? You know what I mean? Like, like so he needs to get out of San Francisco. And if you get rid of him... I mean, he's going to go to a team that's desperate, in my opinion. A team that's desperate. Apparently, Carolina's still in the, <clears throat> in the market for a veteran QB. <clears throat> um, so, we'll see what happens with with with, uh, with Jimmy. But, I mean, or unless somebody gets hurt in training camp, which that would suck 
for that person, but that's I, that's the only way I see Jimmy uh, getting getting dealt. Maybe they cut him, maybe they don't. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, apparently uh, Debo's contract is budgeted in to this season. Uh, Debo's extension will lead into next season. So, if you're the Niners, it's kind of like uh, we don't have to worry about Jimmy this year, but next year he'll be a free agent. He leaves. And they'll get a comp pick, and it's like they kind of got a pick, if you think about it, because he'll sign somewhere else. But anyways, enough about Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy's on his way out. Uh, let's talk about Green Bay. It looks like they're building a monster down there in uh, Green Bay. I don't know why they didn't draft the first-round receiver. Stop. No, don't, don't go there. Don't go there, dude. What? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do what? Don't be what the media is doing. I mean, I just thought, you know, you – you did all that. I really thought they were going to get a receiver in the at least one of them. You had two picks. But anyways, who cares? Okay. It is it is what it is. Um I I do like what you guys did as far as defensively. I think you guys are building a bully. Um defensively, I feel like um you guys never really had linebackers. Now you guys finally got a linebacker. Uh you got what the, the best one of the best D tackles, right? In from Georgia. Well, who knows? According, if you listen to the media, they say that we could have got both these guys in the second round. But I mean, Patriots could have got their guard in the fourth round. But yeah, that's true. I mean, it it, it happens. But the the draft is a crapshoot. I told you already. Um, I do like that you guys got Christian Watson. I think that he's really good. He was a uh, bro. And what people don't understand. Is that Watson was projected to go first round? So it's basically we got three first rounders, and people don't people just think because he got drafted in the second round, which was the second pick of the second round. People don't take that because they're so. Um, you guys traded up to get him, right? Yeah, we traded with the Vikings. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I to me, bro, like I just think the media is just all up on this, this vision, bro. Like they started making up things that. Right when we didn't draft the receiver in the first round, oh my god! Like Rogers is, um, Rogers must be pissed right now. Blah blah blah. Rogers won the Pat McAfee show the whole time when the Packers were drafting. He's having a good time, saying, "Hey, I know what's going on. It's fine." Blah blah blah. Bro, it's just it's just they want something to talk about. They want something to talk. If you really look at it and say, "Fuck," Green Bay hasn't drafted a middle linebacker in since AJ Hawk in the first round. They signed Devondre Campbell, so you, they say this guy does plan out to be as good as they say. Like I said, I don't really watch college, but I've heard good things about him. Off that Georgia defense, dude, you got Devondre Campbell, an all-pro linebacker that he just came off, and that guy, Quay Walker, and then you you draft Wyatt to pair up with Kenny Clark, and then you got Reed from KC, who's been pretty solid, Paramount with Dean Lauer, you can maybe switch up Wyatt. I mean, people are not really thinking of what this defense can be. And and like I said, dude, most of our receivers, all of our receivers, Jordy, Cobb, Greg Jennings, Devontae, they were all second rounders. I just think people are so illusionized that they should just drop the receiver first round. When it's not there, you're not just going to drop the receiver in the first round just because you need a receiver. You got to see how the draft goes, and I think that's what Brian did, and Apparently, like they say, Watson's 
a stud too and was predicted to go in the first round and they got him in the second round. What's the big deal? Yeah, well, I think Watson is, is a solid uh, pick. I mean, that's what, as, as far as that's what they're projecting, you know, I mean, he was Trey Lance's uh, top weapons down there in uh, at North Dakota State. So, I mean, I think I think uh, he did really good in the combine. He he tested well. He was really quick on his feet. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll, like we said, we'll have to see see how this all pans out. But if you put things on paper, the way it looks like, it looks like Green Bay really did their uh, homework on building a defense, uh, which makes sense. I mean, you need to build a defense. You play in cold weather. Um. I feel like you guys, your your identity has always been pass, pass, pass. Uh, you guys forget to run the ball in January or I don't know what it is. Uh, defensively, you guys don't have this. You guys have been a solid defense, the defense every year in and year out. But they're never bullies. They're not never anybody that be like, oh, my God, I'm so scared of Green Bay's defense. It really isn't. Um, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> Um, I think right now, if these two guys pan out, I mean, you're building a monster up the middle, which you can't run on Green Bay now. You can't, you know, you got to force other teams to pass and your secondary is one of your strengths, you know, so we'll, we'll see what happens with, with the Packers, but it looks like their defense looks pretty legit. And apparently, um, the receiver Dobbs, um, a lot of people don't they're not talking about that, but he was projected to go in the second round. We got him all the way to the fourth, fifth round. So I heard you could get him at Home Depot. No, you can't, sir. You can't. <laughs> you can't get Dobbs at that uh, at Home Depot. No, it was um yeah, it was good. I feel like Green Bay is just they're they're building a solid team. So And I I don't think the Packers are done yet. I think in the next upcoming weeks. Julio Jones? I honestly think so, dude. I'm not I'm not playing. I, I really think so. Why? I don't know, dude. I, I just think that if you're Green Bay, I think... You think he fits, though? I think Landry fits more. Especially now that you got Watson. I just think I just think there's uh, there's too many slots. I mean, I think people forget about Amar Rodgers was drafted last year. They have high hopes for him this year. You still got Cobb there. He's going to get some playing time. Um, I just think you need someone to line up on the outside. And uh, I think Julio's a good fit. I mean, he was with LaFleur in Atlanta... LaFleur was in Atlanta, right, during uh, yeah. the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's some history there, and I just think that after the draft... So was Shanahan. Hey, maybe. I But Julio, I mean, it makes sense, I would think. It makes sense to come to the Bay. Why would you Why would you go to Green Bay? They, well, you're trying to get a ring. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, man. That's my thing out there. So if Julio gets uh, signed, check my Twitter. I'm going to be lit. Yeah, okay. Um, international games got released this uh, this week uh, for the NFL. NFL schedule comes out uh, May 12th, uh, but they released the international games, which I think they're pretty good this year. Uh, Tampa Bay versus Seattle in Germany. That's a solid one. What do you think about that one? That's good. No way, Seattle sucks now. <laughs> no, Seattle sucks, but, I mean, I don't know, just the – the matchup, the history, I guess, of the Seahawks and Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. I mean, I mean, it's still still probably be Tampa by like thirty, but but you never know with these games. These games are always like you gotta travel, you gotta prepare the whole yeah. week. So 
These games are pretty much a coin flip. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings versus the Saints in London. That's I think that's a, one of the best ones they've had in years. In, in London. Oh, in London. Relax. Um, yeah, it's it's a good one. I mean, Saint, we'll see what Jameis is, I guess. But, uh, you know, the Vikings, I mean, yeah, it seems like two evenly matched teams going head-to-hand in London. That's going to be good. The New York Giants against the Green Bay Packers. I mean, that seems that seems like a decent matchup. It, it seems like probably it won't be an easy game for you guys just because you guys got to travel. Same thing with the Giants, even though I, I know they suck. But, hey, who knows? Maybe they put up a game. I'm excited for finally a London game. We haven't had that. And um, You know what's interesting? I see here. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. But Tom Brady... Uh, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, all in the international games. Interesting. Three QBs who who are the, you could say, face of the league are going down and, and showing their face to all the fans in, down there in London, Mexico City, and Germany. That's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, I, think, I think, I mean, there's a lot of Packer fans in London, so I, they've been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like I said, Russell Wilson's there. So Denver versus the Jags. Jags always have a London game. Um, seems like they should just move there since they have no fans here in Duval. Duval County is that's what they call it. Um, but that should be like uh, Denver by like forty. And then to me, the, the, I think the best game out of all of them is Niners yeah. Cards. I feel like Mexico City always has a pretty good game. Yeah. Niners cards, Mexico City. I feel like Arizona, you know, has probably have has a lot of uh, Cardinals have a lot of like uh, fans in Mexico since it's kind of close. And then you know, Niners fans they just travel, you know, they just travel everywhere. So it's gonna be a good one. Niners go? cards, huh? You gonna go? Yeah, apparently. Um. Uh, you know, I told the primo Chuy, I said, "You down?" And he said, "Yeah." He said, well, "Why don't you sell your truck and then and then we'll buy some tickets and go." And then he said, "You know what? Never mind. I'll sell a cow down here." <laughs> no, for real, he did say that. Anyways, but yeah, um, um, dude, I would love to go to that game. I think that game would be interesting. A lot of my my buddies want to go, so that would that would be that would be a cool game to go to. Mexico City Monday Night Football. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on the call. Right before Thanksgiving? Right before Thanksgiving, you know. That'd be interesting. I would love to go to that game. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think, you know, these games are pretty good this year. Uh, so, we'll see what the NFL what the NFL um, schedule looks like next week. We're probably going to have to do a show um, next Thursday just to kind of review it and see what, what what's going down. Who got what? What prime time games went where? I think I think people consider the NFL schedule release not a big deal, but it really is, bro. Because if you start off with four great opponents, I mean, oh, it can be your season. Yeah, no, true. I I, I totally I, I agree with you, but I also feel like it kind of gets overlooked because the last couple of years you see teams like Tampa Bay who start off really slow ended up winning the Super Bowl. Uh, you see a team like the Niners who also start last year. We started off like, was it three and five? We looked really bad. Didn't even look like we were going to make the playoffs and it find a way to make it to the NFC championship game. Um, 
you do see you do see some of these some of these um these uh these teams just that start off slow and they find a way to get in which which is pretty cool doesn't mean your season's over but yeah when pretty much when you, if you start 0 4 dude yeah you're fucked but we'll see what happens i mean i think uh i think the nfl schedule is always a kind of like a national holiday for us football fans you know it is you know, it's trying to see Started trying to plan out which game you're gonna go to. Who do you want to watch? It's a, it's gonna be interesting. So I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, anything else you want to touch on NFL before we move on? No, I think the Lions had a good draft too. But I think uh, receiver they drafted, he wasn't too happy. No, it looked like he wanted to drop the jersey. Was it Williamson or Williams yeah, from Alabama? I think so, dude. He did not look. Like, Hutchinson looked like he was having the, the. You know, he's from Michigan, so got drafted by the Lions. He was looked like he was having a ball. He was happy, and you see the Williams kid. Like he just looked like, what the hell? Where did I land? He was about to drop the jersey. I don't know if you remember when uh, was it Okafor? The guy Javiel Okafor was. O- yeah, it was Okafor. The guy from that Philly? NBA, yeah, yeah, Philly. He dropped the jersey when he got drafted. By the- oh, shit. So, he wanted to come to LA. Yeah, so I could see, I could see this guy dropping the jersey. We'll see what happens. I don't think he's gonna play this year. So, he oh yeah, he's ACL, hurt. Right? ACL, right? Well, maybe he'll come back midseason, or maybe he'll be like, yeah, this team's a clown show. I'm out. Bust an Eli Manning and come to Green Bay. Orale. Anyways, let's move on to the NBA, NBA real quick. NBA. Uh, been been spicy. Just been lit, baby. Spicy. Just been lit. Um, Celtics versus uh, Bucks, one one. Uh, Bucks my, and seven, baby. Yeah, the Bucks beat the Bulls uh, in five last series. They mopped the Bulls. Chill out. Uh, Boston also just swept the Nets. Nets. So both these teams pretty much had a easy first round to handle business. Miami versus the Sixers. Embiid hasn't been there for the uh, first two games of the series, and they're down 0-2. Miami looks like they're just rolling. I don't think they'll beat them with Embiid or without Embiid. Uh, I got this series. I mean, if we'll see what happens in game three. I'm not sure if Embiid's going to play, but whether he is or he isn't, I got Miami sweeping this series. Philly, just focus on the Phillies right now. Yeah, just, you know what? If you're the Sixers, just focus on the offseason, you know. James Harden. <sighs> James Harden. Never shows up in the playoffs. That's what it looks like. Um, Suns versus Dallas. I, I expected this series to be better. No way. Um, Dallas is is just um, they're struggling to kind of play defense against these guys. You know, Chris Paul now with Devin Booker back healthy. There's no way that they're slowing them down. So I I also got I got the Suns winning that series in five. Um, Grizzlies Warriors. This this series seems more closer than people think. Yeah, uh, the, but I still got the Warriors taking this series. But I do think that the Grizzlies are going to put up a fight. Uh, I got the Warriors in six. Got the Warriors in six, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think uh, tomorrow they play, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, NBA pretty lit. Um, before we leave. I just want to talk about what the hell is going on with Patrick Beverly. Like, that guy is a fucking clown. Did you hear what he said? No. He sent out a tweet after Tuesday's game. I think John Morant had like 40-something points or something like that. And he sent out a tweet. He said, oh, he didn't have that against us in our series. What the fuck, bro? You got lost. <laughs> You're going to say that? The guy is just a clown. 
the guy is a clown. He celebrated like he won the championship. Um, uh, when they beat when they beat uh the Clippers in that uh that playing game, and now he's in the send out a tweet like this. That guy is just an absolute clown. I dislike him. He's one of the reasons why I dislike the Clippers. I, I actually don't dislike the Clippers as much as people think I do. You know what I mean? I like to clown on them, the Laker little brother. You know, I like to clown, but I dislike the Clippers when more when he was on the team. Not with Paul George and and because I like Kawhi. I've always been a Kawhi fan, um, but now with the. When he was on the squad, dude, I just that's that's what triggered me to dislike the Clippers. And now that he's with Minnesota, dislike the Timberwolves for some reason. And they've never done anything to me just just because he's on the team. What a clown! I hate Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, we all know that. <laughs> nah, man, but Beverly is that type of player that you hate. You go against him, but you would love him on your team. Dude, yeah, I think you would. Hey, you would you would buy a Beverly jersey if you came hell to Lake. Oh no, get out of here, dude! <laughs> Little Chihuahua and shit, barking. <laughs> nah, dude, I don't want that guy. I just feel like he's just not. He just talks too much, and sometimes it just it, it just it just hurts the team, dude. Just settle down a bit. You're you're a good, decent player off the bench. You're nothing special. You're nothing that that we've never seen before. You're not John Morant, that's for sure. Uh, so if a guy like John Morant goes off against a good team like the Warriors, maybe you shouldn't say anything. Just keep your mouth shut. You know, like our parents used to tell us, if you got nothing nice to say, just shut up. <laughs> so Patrick Beverly, just shut up. You got nothing nice to say, dude. The guy dropped forty. The guy led his team to a winning game too. Let him enjoy his moment. And then apparently the NBA world just went off on him on Twitter. They started attacking him and making fun of him. So that was that was cool to see. But yeah, why should I end up on the Grizzlies next year? Mm. <laughs> nah, man. But yeah, this series, these uh, playoffs. I think for sure, Heat, Philly, uh, maybe the most will go is five. Um, the Suns. I don't. I see a sweep there. Um, the, the two series, Bucks, Celtics. I think that's gonna go seven. I think the Bucks, just with experience wise, I do think they edge that out. And then um, the Grizzlies. I think I had the Grizzlies winning that, but fuck, dude, I, I don't think I don't think they're gonna beat the Warriors. I think that's gonna go seven two, but I think the Warriors take that. Yeah, well, well yeah, we'll see so what I happens. Got, I got Suns, Warriors. I got Bucks, Heat, Bucks, Suns finals. Bucks and seven. Alright. Anyways, that's it for us. Bucks is seven. Chill out, dude. Chill out. Anyways, that's it for us this week. Uh, everybody, uh, please subscribe. Please follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter. Send out some tweets to Eric. Tell him how full of shit he is. It's all good. Uh, everybody be safe out there. Good Mother's Day. Have a, a special Mother's Day with your mamas out there. And uh, tell them to listen to the pod. Yeah, tell them to listen to the pod. Maybe they'll like it. You know, uh, <laughs> and and yeah, let, let's uh, we'll have a another show next week on the schedule. Hopefully, we get a lot of primetime games, interesting primetime games. I love primetime games. Don't you? Yeah, I do, sir. I'm looking. Oh, I'm hoping just for Christmas or Thanksgiving. Dude, game. there's three games this year. I know Christmas. Jingle no. bells. I, love no, I don't think you guys are getting one. You guys got one last year. Oh, well, they should make a tradition in Lambo. Oh, John, stop. Come on. Anyways, peace out. Everybody stay safe out there. Peace. peace.